right. Welcome back to the Build Your Empire podcast, where today we are joined by Latia Thomas, who is going to be talking to us about TikTok, uh, one of those platforms that we all are a little bit worried about. We all think that we have to do dancing for, um, but we are going to break that myth for you today. So welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So literally, let's kick straight into it. I would love for you to give us a little bit of an insight on how your journey on TikTok started. Okay, I actually started on Instagram, honestly. Um, So I used to be a social media manager. And when you're a social media manager, you kind of like create content for other people's social media, right? But because it was Instagram, it required a lot of work. So it was a lot of content research, a lot of hashtag research, a lot of making sure the caption is perfect and it has to be long and it has to have all the the Mm -hmm. things in the caption. And then you have to spend all the time on the graphic and it was just a lot. So basically I got burnt out. Yeah. And I decided like, okay, I'm not going to do social media management anymore. So I essentially that business kind of died and I was really sad about it. I was like, oh my God, I'm I'm a failure, whatever. And in order for me to kind of recover from my failure, I got on TikTok as a entertainment platform, not to do anything because at the time I wasn't even looking at it as a business platform. I was just like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to get on TikTok and chill. So got on TikTok, spent uh, like a couple of weeks on there just watching funny videos. But eventually I started seeing a pattern and I was like, why is it so easy for people to blow up on this platform? Like what is going on? So I actually, <laughs> what, the video that really got me to start making TikToks was a video of these two little boys. They, one of them threw a football to the other one and he caught it and it was in slow motion. And that was it. And it had (laughs) millions and millions and millions of views. All of the major football teams, the NFL, like official account, they're all commenting on this video. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) What is happening? It's like a, it's like a 10 second video. What is going on? Yeah. So I was like, no, 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 no. I have to try this. I have to figure out this platform. And so that's it. I just started creating content and just like trying to figure out like how is this work? How do I grow on here? Yes. And you know, it's so funny, and and I'm sure that you've seen this in business in general. You know, I remember when my business started, it was like, you know, you've just got to stay consistent. And that Mm -hmm. seems to be the pattern. It doesn't matter what it is, whether you're starting a business, whether you're starting a TikTok, whether you're on Instagram, like it's that consistency, but it's also working out, like you said, that pattern. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. 100%. 100%. So, okay, you've you've started your journey in TikTok. Let's go back to when that started. Um obviously, okay. you know, you had some experience like you said in the social media management. You obviously needed to work the platform out. At any point did you go, "Well, I don't know enough." Because I know that's a lot, you know, that's something that comes up for a lot of people is, "Well, how do I teach people I don't know enough?" Um, do you mean in terms of, I don't know enough about TikTok to teach about other TikTok. people about TikTok? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So my background is actually in computer science. So my, my 
first way or, or method of figuring things out is always looking at algorithms. It's always like, okay, well, if I can figure out how this algorithm works, then I can make it work. And from then it was a matter of, I need to do as much research as I possibly can and yeah. find as many people who've been on this platform longer than me as I can. And then I work with those people and learn what they know and see if there's something that I'm missing. And essentially after I have done all of this, I just realized like, I'm not, there's nothing new that you're teaching me. It's really just a matter of, I already know all the things. It's just a matter of, can I apply this and make it work? Yeah. It's just testing at this point. Yeah. I love that. So with this platform, what do you see? You know, now oh, we have a little, uh, we have someone joining us. <laughs> Now, um, now we, you know, now we have this platform, you know, you've, you've got it started and it's moving. How did you then, you know, go, okay, this is potentially going to convert. This is potentially going to grow a business. Oh, okay. So when I started creating content, I was like, I'm going to create content teaching business owners how to market their business on social media in general. So it wasn't about TikTok initially. It was just about social media. And so I started creating a lot of social media and marketing content. And then what happened was people were asking me, how do I work with you? So that's actually how it became a business. It converted without me doing anything. So I was just creating the content, putting the content out there. And then people would be like, well, in my comments, how can I work with you? And I'd be like, oh, send me an email or something like that. Then eventually, um, when I had my, the link in my bio, cause you had to have, uh, you still have to actually have a thousand followers to get that link in your bio. If you have a personal account. I and agree. so when, when I, I was like almost 2000 followers when I got my first client, and it was crazy because that person, all I did was I put a Google Docs, a Google form in my bio. There was no sales page. Oh, there was wow. no nothing. A Google Docs form yeah. and um, a Google form. They yeah. went, they um, filled out the form and they were just like, yeah, okay, I'm ready to work with you. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> it's that easy. I was surprised. I was like, who gone? Wow, this, but like, it was about, you added value, right? Like that's kind right. of what got them there was the fact that you yeah. used the platform to add value. Yeah, so my content was all value-based content. It was all kind of like nurturing type content. Yeah. And the goal for me, I wasn't even trying to convert. I was trying to grow. I was trying to figure out how do I gain followers. Yeah. And because my content was like it's marketing content essentially. Um, and it has all of the marketing elements of nurturing your audience and all of that. Yeah. Because I was creating that type of content and the content was created in a casual type of way. It really is like, I'm just trying to help you. Um, yeah. and there's, there was no real pitch at the end to so like, if you want to work with me, X, Y, Z. Yeah. So for the audience, it felt like, they are coming to work with me. They are making the decision by themselves. It's like, okay, I found somebody. She got a bunch of information. I, I this is my problem. I want her to help, and then they'll just do it by themselves without. Do me you believe? Anything. Do you believe that that is a game changer? The way that you handled that, 
is, and I see this a lot, is, you know, when you are constantly sold to, I don't know about you, but I'm like, man, I am never opening my wallet to this person because I'm so sick of the emails and I'm so sick of, like, I'm sick of it. You know, you've actually put me on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I love that. It's, it's you know, it's like authentic selling, you know, where people don't feel obliged to work with you. Like you said, they choose to work with you, which is really, really awesome. So obviously a massive issue that a lot of people have with Instagram is understanding hashtags. Now on TikTok, Mm. they have hashtags as well. What would be the best way for somebody to work out what hashtags are good for them? Is it going to be via, you know, they need to have under 10,000 or it needs to be industry specific or like, how does it work with this platform? That's a really good question because a lot of people use Instagram strategies for hashtag on TikTok and it doesn't work. Um, So on Instagram, the hashtags show you how many posts are in that hashtag. So how many individual posts on TikTok, it does not show you that. It shows you how many views. So if one video, if I create a video um, and that video got 10 million views and on that video, I put a hashtag that's like... um, Latila crazy girl or something like that. Yeah. No, but that, that hashtag does not exist on TikTok. Yeah. Right now. So if that hashtag was on a video with 10 million views, when you go to that hashtag, the hashtag will have 10 million views, even though it's just one video. So oh. it's like, you're not supposed, you don't want to look at 10 million people. Yeah. Right. It's not tell me, tell me 10 million people who have posted. It's really just views right? 10 million people have seen that actual hashtag on a video. So essentially, your goal is not to look at how many views are inside of the hashtag. It's really to look at what's in the hashtag itself. Do I want my content to be associated with whatever is already in there? Right? So hashtags like FYP, you don't want to use those. It's too general. It's too many different niches Mm -hmm. in there. So you want to look at hashtags that are more uh, industry specific, more related to your niche and what your customers are looking for, because TikTok's hashtags are meant to categorize your videos. They're like keywords. So you want to think of it like this is a keyword that's going to tell the algorithm who is going to show my content to, who to show this content to. Uh, so it's putting it in like folders, you know, where yes. Like yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. And it's so key because a lot of people, I guess, don't understand. And like you said, they're, they're bringing strategies from other platforms and it's not working. Um, yeah. Am I right in saying with TikTok, it is literally about having yourself a strategy over four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. I don't know how many weeks it is. Right? I, haven't, I haven't even attempted to crack TikTok just yet, but it's definitely on my radar. Um, you know, is it about having that consistent strategy? I see a lot of things popping up on TikTok about, you know, um, you just do this for six weeks and it'll blow up, you know? Is that kind of is that kind of how it works? Yes, it and is no. possible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you what. It's possible for you to blow up on your very first TikTok video, yeah. the very first one. Do you know what? So- That's funny that you say that because I did a TikTok and... What I realized when I used it was if I do a TikTok and post it, it puts it in my camera roll. So one day I was actually sending something really funny to somebody and I was like, I'm going to make it in TikTok and I'm going to post it, but I just needed it in my camera roll so I could send it via another platform. I literally made it, posted it, got it in my camera roll, forgot about it, 
Yeah, and it was me like whippersnippering the garden, right? It was stupid. There was nothing hilarious about it whatsoever. And I came back maybe six or eight weeks later because I was just not even paying attention to the platform. 58,000 views. I was like, what the hell? And it was literally by accident. Completely yeah. by accident. <laughs> So you do need a strategy if your goal is like you want to sell things. But in or in terms of like, like even just growth, having a strategy is great. But honestly, the most important thing is for you to post because you need to figure out what works for your, your account. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So with the algorithm on TikTok, as you're posting, am I correct in saying TikTok is working you out as well? So the more that you're posting, mm-hmm. it's working out who it needs to put you in front of. Yes, yes. So that would include the what you're saying in your videos, what you're putting in your um, captions, the hashtags that you're using, the text that you actually put on top of the video, um, things like that. All of that is taken into account to determine. And also, how do users react? So it's going to test your content. Like, I'm going to show you to this, this group of people and how do they react to it? Um, I'm going to show you to another group of people. How do they react to it? And obviously you're going to get shown more and more to the people who are reacting and spending more time watching your video. Oh, I love this. I love a challenge. And I feel like this platform is exactly that. So what would you say to somebody obviously starting out? Like what, what would be a few steps that they need to do? Obviously, maybe in setting their account up, you know, whether it's, you know, optimizing bios and that type of stuff. Okay, so uh, you only have 80 characters for your bio. So if, when you're when you're trying to optimize your bio, your goal is really to be concise. You don't have a lot of space to over explain what you're doing. Just tell me what, what you post yeah. about, why, why I'm here, why should I follow you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think if you're just starting out, the first thing I always recommend is do a little bit of research. Just mm-hmm. type in um, whatever your audience is looking for and see who is creating that type of content. Like who has your audience? What are they doing? What is happening on the platform in, in that niche? And kind of like, just figure out what is the format that, that they're using. Um, and then you can start testing with those formats. So you're not going to stay there, but that's a good starting place so that you're not just completely guessing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So what would you say, you know, there's, there's a lot of people I know I speak to a lot of people. They're like, Oh yeah. You know, they kind of roll the eyes at TikTok and, you know, can you share with us what your journey on TikTok TikTok has looked like? Because I know you've got tens of thousands of followers. Well, what are you up to now? Let's have a little brag session. I think, I think I'm up to 34, but the thing about tick, the, the thing is like, I have not been consistent at all on TikTok. Like, I've, I've posted like, cause I was like, I, I want to get to 10 K really bad then. Yeah. Uh, so I was consistent initially, right. Cause my yeah. goal was to get to 10 K and once I hit 10 K, then I hit 20 K really quickly after that, maybe like yeah. two or so weeks. Yeah. And then, um, after that, I just kind of ghosted the platform. <laughs> a lot was going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot was going on. So I wasn't able to be consistent. So if you go through my content, you will see like gaps of weeks where I'm just like not posting yeah um and I was like okay cool you know when I come back you know my account is totally gonna be dead and it yeah. it, it wasn't it's not uh- <laughs> wow so so very unlike other platforms where if you had done that on other platforms it would have slowed the process down 
massively and it yep. just kept growing while you while you weren't even paying attention yeah because the content does your content lasts for a couple months on tiktok so in gen when you make up so maybe if you make a post on instagram it'll last for you know a couple of days yeah. but on tiktok i think it's about roughly three months before your content get, um, stops getting pushed out Wow. And then it only, it would only take a few people to go and look at it and comment and comment on it again yep. for it to, to refire. Yep. Wow. So what are the absolute no no's? You know, I know on Instagram, obviously, like piggybacking hashtags is like put into jail and, you know, those types of things. What have you found like big no no's are on this platform? Um, so if you don't like, so for example, what you shouldn't do with your content that you don't like, or if you have, if you made a post, it's not performing well. And you're like, I don't want this on my profile. You shouldn't delete it. Don't delete it. Um, because it's, it's better if you just private that video. So it's not showing up on your page. You're the only person who has access to it, but you did not delete it because what has been found is that when you delete videos, especially if you mass delete, if you delete like a bunch of videos at once, it really, the algorithm really stops push like they stop pushing your content, you get suppressed. So you don't want to mass delete stuff. If you really want to delete it, then okay, one video is not going to do anything. Yeah. It's not going to affect you. But like deleting a bunch of stuff all at once, that that's gonna don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. One. Don't do that one. Okay, so yeah. don't delete stuff. What else have you found? Um, so I would say that in terms of hashtags, you don't want to use hashtags that are like too general. So FYP, the ABC, XYZ, um, those types of hashtags, you'll see them a lot. You will see yeah. them a lot on very general type content. So when you just start off and the algorithm doesn't know what your preferences are, um, it's going to show you just general videos that most people like, right? So just funny yeah. videos. Um, you'll see a lot of FYP on that don't 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 use it <laughs> just yeah. just forget about it like yeah. um the other thing i would say is that when you are creating your okay when you're creating content you want to okay what I, what do you not want to do okay you don't want to post all of your content all at once sometimes it's uh, fine but you you in general, give the algorithm some time to push out your videos because it can yeah. look like or it can be seen as spam. And then, of course, your content, you know, is going to get spread. So you might yeah. want to just take a little break in between posting each of your videos. Yeah. yeah. Is there a certain amount of times a day someone should be posting? Is it like a do you're better off to do one a day consistently than try and do three a day? you know, over five days and then nothing. Right. Yes, that is correct. So I, I generally say whenever your quality starts to drop, you should cut back. Mm -hmm. So if when you post one per day, that one is a good one. But when you post three per day, it's like three, three crappy ones, then don't do the three. Yeah. Maybe stick to the one, which whenever you can have the quality, then we stick to the quality. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And Another thing that really got me was all these transitions, right? There's these, you know, you've got to do this and this and this and, right? Like, is that necessary? You know, because I think a lot it's of people... <laughs> 
I think a lot of people when they get on the platform, they're like, okay, like I can make videos, but I can't do this and this. And you know, you got to have the phone like this. And I'm exactly the same. I'm like, I can make you a video, but I don't have three hours to edit this bad boy. Like, you know, right? <laughs> TikTok's, TikTok's not very polished. Am I right? Like, you don't need polished content. Yeah, that's that's the thing, right? You don't need it at all. As a matter of fact, it's better if you don't have polished content, right? Because it's more relatable. But with the transitions, you don't need transitions. You don't need dancing. You don't need to use the filters. You don't need to do any of that stuff. Everyone's going to be like this. Everyone's going to be listening to this podcast going, man, this woman is my savior. (laughs) I love that. You don't need to do any of that. The only thing you really need to do is create content that is relatable. And that's it. If you can create content that is like when somebody sees it, they're like, oh, my God, you're helping me out for free. You're just you're just helping me out because you like me or because you care. That's it. That's all you need. So the more relatable it is, the more unpolished, the more kind of like casual. If I feel like I'm on FaceTime with you, that's a good video. Yes. Yes, I love that. So um, I did just have one and I was like, oh, this is a really good one. And it slipped my mind now, but it will come back. So, you know, moving forward from here, like what have you been able to create using this platform? I think there's, you know, there's so many people that want to enter the online space that they don't really know what they want to do or how to even do it. So what has this platform allowed you to create? What do you mean by create? Like, as in your in terms business of now, like you said, you know, oh, you okay. had a business before. Um, you know, mm-hmm. has it been? Is it has it been able to help you create? You know, um, a six figure business has it been able to help you create? You know, massive. Yeah. Impact? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I'm not at six figures yet. We're getting there, close. Yeah. Slowly, slowly, we're getting there. We're we're That's close, but so you know, not quite yet. Um, how long ago did you start like how let's go there like how long ago was this how long how long ago did I I started TikTok uh at the end of 2020 like so like the last two weeks of December in 2020 so beginning of 2021 because in December of 2020 I was very much like I I don't know what I'm doing so so when I really started like I'm going for this let me create the content it was like pretty much January of 2021 21. So, so like a year and a half, year and a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. I think a lot of people are super impatient. Like, Oh my God, I've put up 10 videos. Like, why am I not famous already? And it's like, it's no, it doesn't work like that. You know, if it did, God damn, you and I would be sipping, you know, margaritas in the Bahamas. (laughs) You know, so, so tell us what this journey's looked like for you using this platform. What's it allowed you to do? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I've actually, so initially, right. My, when I, when I started off, I really didn't know what I was, what I wanted to offer. So I was doing like one-on-ones. I was doing a lot of kind of like one-off sessions. Um, I had a program, I did have a program, but it was a one-on-one program. I got super burnt out from that as well, because I had a bunch of clients all at once and there were, it was just like, so much going on but eventually i was able to take all of that experience and like build it into um an actual program like a full like start to finish tiktok marketing program so that's like what i offer mainly now i do have also like vip days and stuff like that but the main thing that i offer is my um three-month tiktok program and essentially that's that's what i've built from tiktok it's it really did start off as 
um, the kind of like the one-on-one program and also like one-on-one sessions, but I've been able to take all of that experience and um, all of, you know, kind of like the trial and error and client trying and, you know, figuring out like what works, what doesn't work, how can we make this consistent and turn that into a program um, that I offer. It allowed you to scale as well by doing that. And I love that you touched on that because, you know, we specialize in automation. um, And, you know, I think it's so important for people to understand that you can go and create whatever you want, but if you don't have the systems in the back end that are built that are going to support this, right, you are going to be burnt out. You are going to be booked That is hour that is that is so true I did the same thing about probably 12 months ago I think you know I I launched a a massive program in you know helping people build their business assets you know like uh, everything's automated the whole lot and and uh, and I was doing it in one-on-ones and I literally like I don't know if you can see this but this is how it started it's like booking 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 back to back who the hell does that who books themselves back to back every hour on the hour but I was like this is great oh my god my business is growing check me out it near on killed me like it near on killed me and I love that you touched on the fact that you needed to go through that as well you needed to do the one-on-ones I remember you know my one-on-ones were like $50 a session it, you know, I look back and I'm like, oh my God, now that's hilarious. $50 a session, you know, and uh, and it looks very, very different now, but it's due to the fact that we did the work. We did the research. Yeah. We've done, we've done the jail time. I'm going to call it jail time because some of it. That's it. Like that is, time. that is such a good description for what it is. Cause that's what it felt like, right? It's like, yes, I have a bunch of clients, but oh my gosh, I don't have any time to do anything. Else. No, I have no life. I have no life. Um, you know, my kids can now cook for themselves. Uh, they dress themselves. They pack their own lunch boxes, And that's not because I'm teaching them <laughs> to be independent. That's because I've got so many goddamn clients and I book myself out completely, right? So, and, you know, I'm the first one to be like, hey, we don't always get this right. And, and that for yeah. me, although it wasn't right as such, it was necessary. Because yeah. I learned from that and now you're and you're probably exactly the same. When you're teaching yeah. your clients, you're like, do not book yourself out every hour on the hour, every single day. <laughs> it's such a valuable lesson that we get to pass on now. It is, it is. It I mean, and and so that's part of the reason why my TikTok was um like me being consistent on TikTok was so choppy because I had a bunch of clients and I really had no time. Like I couldn't even create content because I was working on like, okay, how can I help this client do some research for their content? And like when we're going through this process and we have to test all of the things, like I'm spending my time with the clients and I'm not even worried about like, well, should I be posting on TikTok? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm the same, except now, you know, uh, and I'll share this for people listening. What I've done is I had to let that roll out. Like whoever's watching this on YouTube, um, you would have seen what I just showed, Latila. But uh, I had to let that roll out. I had to sit in the tension. Um, you know, I had to just sit there and, and deal with it. And that was a six-month program, right? So it wasn't like just a few weeks I had to sit in it. Like I was doing snow angels in it by the end of it. So, you know, it was it was literally about sitting in that tension but then, you know, moving forward from there, you know, breaking through and creating something that's, you know, now, you know, impacting tens of thousands of people and, and having huge, huge growth. So I think that's, you know, exactly the same for you. So 
to, to jump forward a little bit from here, um, you know, let's say somebody's really, really keen in, in looking into getting on TikTok because they're hearing everybody talk about it. You know, I keep seeing things on my Facebook like, okay, guys, I'm finally on TikTok because they're, they're, you know, completely putting out there the resistance that they had. Um, so, you know, if that's the case, they're getting on TikTok, um, you know, they're going to obviously, like you said, start doing their research. They're going to start looking into, you know, what they need to be sharing and who their perfect audience is. What would you say to somebody in that space when when they do start to grow, obviously, like we've just touched on having programs, but when they do start to grow, you know, again, not booking themselves out, what are a few other things that you noticed on the journey that you could share with somebody? Like what's one tip that you could give them? Obviously, one big one that we've said is do not uh, do not book yourself out. What's another one that you've got? Oh, this is a good question. I think it's important to learn if if you're doing one-on-one, like if you're just starting out and you're at the one-on-one um, stage, it's very important for you to learn from each client. So you're not, so my thing was one lesson I had to learn. And I really had like, cause I made a bunch of mistakes in the beginning. I was just like, I did not have any boundaries. I did not. It was just like, I don't care. Like, sure. You're a client. Okay. Whatever you want. Okay. I'll do it all. Um, but I had to learn from each client, from every experience that I had where whether it was a good experience, I was like, well, how can I replicate this? And if it was a bad experience, I was like, okay, well, what can I do to make sure that this does not happen again? So learning from like all of the clients that you get and actually implementing it and setting your boundaries is really important. Like, Please set boundaries, okay? Yeah. Just please. <laughs> that is music to my ears because I think, you know, I, I was the same. I didn't have any boundaries. So I was like, I really want this client to come on board. You know, my first 10K client, I was like, oh, I'll do anything, you know? And then after that client, I was like, I will never do anything again. Like, I, I'm never doing that again, you know? And, and it's not because we don't want to help them. It's because, you know, our kids are cooking our own, their own dinner. You know, we have lives ourselves and, and, you know, we have businesses to build ourselves. So I love, love that you touched on that. So before we wrap this up and we, we are going to keep this short and sweet because we want people to be like, oh, my gosh, this was amazing. I'm going to go and check out TikTok. How do you, uh, obviously people can find you on TikTok under Latila Thomas, Yeah. At Latila. All of my handles are just like at Latila. Okay, perfect, perfect. Now tell us if somebody wants to work with you, do you have like a challenge that they could do? Do you have, you know, like an entry point for people to come in and check out what it is that you do? Yeah. So I have actually, if you just want to check out um, my stuff, I do have a challenge. I have a five day challenge that I just did that will be rolling out soon you can um get that challenge that's a free challenge i also have like free um guides for tiktok so if you're trying to figure out well how can i um create content that works on tiktok what are the things that i need to consider i have um freebies that they can always check out to kind of get that kind of like start to get their foot in the door so that they're not completely lost 
Oh, I love that. I love that. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. You know, I think we could probably You're chat all day awesome. about this and, and what's <laughs> possible on this platform. And I know that uh, I'll definitely be reaching out very soon uh, myself to, to come and work with you. But I think, you know, the common message, it doesn't matter what you're building. It doesn't matter what platform it is. It's consistency. It's strategy. And it's really just showing up and showing people, um, you know, what it is that you know and sharing yeah. that knowledge you know um so thank you so much for joining us i completely appreciate the time that you spent i know it's evening for you it's early morning here for us um and we are going to stay in contact that's for sure um and you know maybe we need to do a, a mel and latila combined challenge or something this would be fun oh that's a good one the across the world <laughs> challenge the across the world yeah. challenge so thank you so much i appreciate you and uh if if you do want to find the tea go and check her out on tiktok check her out on instagram and uh and give her a follow thank you thank you for having me you're welcome